You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Bombad Generals. Of course, we've got myself, Matt, we've got Seth, and we were this close to getting Todd so folks, close. but un- so close, but unfortunately. <laughs> You know, we mentioned before he was practicing uh, slots in anticipation of LVO. He did not practice enough, and he got wrecked in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Severely in debt. Honestly, it went about as badly as it could. I had an opponent in Las Vegas whose boba went 0 for 5 on saves. Uh, Todd wishes he had that kind of luck right now. So to make back all of his losses he's actually uh, doing a sexy car wash right now and it's uh, it's taking up all of his time so he won't be able to record with us so yeah thoughts thoughts and prayers out to Todd thoughts and prayers but if you want to get uh, your car washed by a uh, man in jorts you know where to go go visit Todd go visit Todd speaking of unlucky (laughs) stuff <laughs> that's good i like Man, that we last podcast and a few podcasts ago we were we were talking about hoping blizzard would get nerfed before worlds yep and one unlucky thing that we recently heard is that that is not happening per news from ang on their pain stream mm-hmm. yeah confirmed no balance changes before worlds so blizzard is here to stay folks uh for the biggest tournament that we've had in years uh, I'm kind of bummed out, honestly. Like, I I was pretty clear and upfront that my, my whole plan for Las Vegas was, you know, part, I wanted to play uh, Blizzard Force so that we could get more data points for AMG so that an emergency, you know, as needed hotfix could come in because I didn't want to be in this situation for Worlds where it feels like, ah, oh, man, Blizzard is top dog and it, it, the, the list building options just shrunk up real fast yeah so as much as we're bummed out we are still extremely grateful that amg did come up front and tell 100%. us 100 percent. like now yeah. that hey like we're not ch- changing so that does give us a month and a half to prepare for that um and not finding that information out with the week of yeah. worlds or something um, or you know or radio silence and then at some point we just have to figure out for ourselves like yeah. okay i guess i have to start practicing in a blizzard world again because after blizzard or after lvo i told myself okay i'll give myself a month to pretend that uh blizzard doesn't exist and mm-hmm. i can practice some some lists in that context but hey now i i can cut that short and i can practice for real now so yes that is a positive that is at least they communicated it yeah and so good thing you brought that up yeah thankful thankful on that um and so well now with that with the the world of blizzard i know we've talked a lot about like how blizzard like they're really effective we want to talk a little bit about like some blizzard counters um just because like that's the reality that we're gonna live it live in uh, just for another few months, we don't know like when the next rebalance has come or when they're when they're gonna change things up. Um, could be right after Worlds, could be a few months after Worlds. We just don't know. So we would just want to like we want to talk about a little bit like man, what what do we think can match up with Blizzard? That's not Blizzard, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so Matt, what are what are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah. So I guess I'll start with uh, 
I'll start with some droid options. Neither of us actually play droids, but if I I did, I would be looking at a couple things. I'd be looking at uh, B2s because, you know, heavy cover plus armor one, like that's, it's it's kind of, and, and all the health they have, it's going to take a while for bikes to chew through them. And then if B2s get a range two shot on a bike, they're just wiped. So I think there's some play there. I think... Uh, I've seen people talking about Asajj and some lists around her because she's a really good cheap force user who we just saw. I think Staps have play into Blizzard if you have maybe 11 activations because in the bike on bike matchup, having perfect order control is really good. Uh, and out activating them because then, you know, Blizzard, they might have to go earlier or not with their bikes. So you might be able to get kind of a a alpha off on them of course the problem there is you just have to be very careful to avoid that bombard because if blizzard gets the two pip off and takes out two stap models you're in big trouble so those are some of the things i'm thinking about on the cis side rebels i i don't feel good about uh i think clones i think are actually in, in one of the best spots and my head's actually really close to where your head is at, so I'll let you take away like what, what we're thinking about on the clone side. So one of the things that Blizzard is really strong at is objectives because of their speeders invader. And why not just mirror that with clones? Like speeders and Yoda. Like Barks and Yoda, I think is one of the gr- probably I think it's the best contender against Blizzard right now. Um, you and I are running kind of too di- thinking about two different like lists. Whether it, it comes from Yoda, um, you're kind of thinking more defensive. I'm thinking more offensive. Um, but one clones are red saves, so like red saves help a ton. Um, and you're in heavy cover a lot. So your bikes are getting four wounds, uh, four hits through, and you could save three, three of those hits, four of those hits. I've done that, uh, but average mm-hmm. is about two wounds. But if you have a surge, it's only like one wound. And so yeah. you can sur- survive the bikes and you can hit back because Gar has big dice pools, which, um, your bike bikes are weak against. Cause once you take out the bikes for blizzard, uh, they, the list kind of falls apart, um, until mm-hmm. Vader gets in your line but Yoda is really good at taking care of Vader and can manage um, if you if you play if you know how to play Yoda right um, you probably don't want to go one on one with Vader but yeah. Yoda can play objectives as good if not a little bit better than Vader especially like on hostage yeah. um, or anything like that so I think that there's also the dodge spam like like the 501st that like Mike was running um, at LVO uh, that has some legs just to take over, take like take a lot of the hits and can survive a lot of things. But the objective play is just not as strong there. Um, and I think that where you beat Blizzard is in the objectives. Yeah. The secret thing or the maybe the not so secret thing about Blizzard is that it has all this threat. And yes, you can kill a lot of it and it's not necessarily super robust it's kind of fragile the problem is that once you finish killing bikes vader's in your lines and just decimates your forces and you don't really have enough left over to respond in any meaningful way but when you have yoda he's kind of a one-man objective winning machine so even when vader gets into your lines and we had a practice game before lvo where you beat me on hostage where you were running a, a yoda list 
And yeah, Vader decimated your, once he got in, you had no core left. You had no army left, no. but Yoda could, could put the back, could put the game on his back just as hard as Vader could. Um, and you have the options to, you know, Hey, go six for six on saves against the bombard card and, you know, play luminous beings to have a whole lot of dodges out if you need to. Mm -hmm. So I don't think any of the things that we, we we discussed are necessarily um, favored into Blizzard. I think that's that's the thing with Blizzard is that it doesn't have any like it's not like pikes that we had you know six months ago where hey if I take Iden and Inferno and two snipers and a whole you know all the high velocity I can I'm feeling pretty good into pikes. There's nothing like that for Blizzard. So, you know, maybe you're looking at, hey, now I can get it to like a 60-40 or a 45-55. And hopefully I don't have to face it seven times in Worlds. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think for me, speaking for myself, like, uh -uh, I don't want to play. I don't want to play it for Worlds. I played it so that it could get nerfed. It didn't. Uh, so now it's just trying to figure out the best shot that I have other otherwise. In, in lighter news, uh, I think, you know, I, we did have a lot of fun, or at least I, I'll speak for myself. I had a lot of fun pretending Blizzard didn't exist for the last uh, week and a half, and that led to led to some cool things. So yes. when we talk about what have we been running, uh, I'll talk about today the Darth Vader Which double wanna, dark trooper. I want to say, oh. yeah, Matt has yeah. had this list in his back pocket, and he was like, "I can't share this with anyone because <laughs> he." I was like. <laughs> This could be it. This could be because it could so be the next the blizzard, you know, <laughs> it could. Be, yes. So the concept behind it was, again, what makes Blizzard so successful is Op Vader is really freaking good and it threat saturates so well that you can't have enough to deal with Op Vader by the time he crashes into your lines. Yeah. So I wanted to play around with Dark Troopers and a way to kind of recreate that was putting two Dark Troopers with Darth Vader and essentially it came out to a 10 act list. It was eight deployments, um, eight scoring activations, but Dark Troopers activate twice. So you have like two really chonky guys, like they had the, um, the four black crit one gun and the frag launcher, that's the range two blast gun. And... It was pretty effective. The so we'll start off with the risk and why if um, if it was something I was looking at for worlds where I was wanting to not I didn't want to get the word out too much because like there is a possibility when you it's a skew list and when yeah. you skew and someone has the answer you're screwed right mm -hmm. like I played a game uh, on Monday night where. The opponent has a whole bunch of B1s with crit guns, two ion spiders, and Maul. So they've got their own force push. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, well, uh, this this is really bad. And you don't want that to happen on day two at Worlds when you have to go 3-0. and You know, basically after day one at Worlds, if you want to win, you've got to go 6-0. and And if you run into that matchup, you're not feeling good at all. So that's the downside. What I find, what I found is that I think most lists had enough firepower, enough, you know, crit generation, incidental impact that they could handle one dark trooper and, you know, get it down to lose a heavy, make it not super effective, not, not, 
not necessarily quickly, but over the course of turn one and two, because they don't get cover, you wear them down and they, they're not like hammering you at range two, which is where they're going to be super effective. But very few lists, unless they're really, again, unless it's a really hard counter kind of matchup, they can't deal with two Dark Troopers. And even if they can, the Dark Troopers are going to stick around long enough to make Vader's job pretty easy. So for me, as I'm looking forward to, you know, when, when I'm picking up Dark Troopers more in a post-Adepticon uh, world, two is going to be my starting point, I think. Because one, well, I don't feel super safe with it. Three, you have nothing else. And I don't think they're... Dark Troopers are not slow. Essentially, they do... If you're just moving twice, you know, once on each of their two activations, that's like a speed three move. It's two, two four-inch moves. It's like one eight-inch move, which is a speed three small trooper move. So they're actually pretty quick, but they're not fast enough to cover a lot of ground. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From your experience? Yeah. So I don't want to skew into three of them. So I think two is the starting point. Um, do you think... The what heavies do you think are essential, Seth? From oh. your from playing against me, crit gun, crit gun, and blast gun, blast. Yeah, I think when we played you, if you didn't do like an objective action, you always hit with your blast gun at least one time a turn. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, it, or, and sometimes twice. Yeah, I think yeah. on turn three or something, it was like okay, walk up, shoot one squad at range two, take everyone but the leader off. Yep, second action. Uh, recover, shoot a different squad. Like the blast gun, before playing Dark Troopers, I was looking at like the cheap, like 150 point version where you yeah. just go with the base unit, the programming, and the crit gun. Nah, kit them out. Yeah, I think if you're gonna do a kit them out, it's it backloads so well because yeah. you have to do six wounds to them before they lose one of their heavies. And if all they have is the two heavies and the leader, that's devastating at range two still. No cover. <laughs> Very much. You're looking at um, six black, two red, no cover. If you're getting the range two gun off with just the three guys, it's nuts. It's wild. That's more firepower than you're getting from most heavies, right? Yeah. And you could do it twice. Um, That's where I'm starting now. The other thing, because I had Vader and two of them, I did not have Gideon. Yeah. So from your perspective, what do you think Gideon would have added? And do you think uh, he would have altered things in a way that, you know, I should I should do what I can to fit him in? Or do you think eh, he's droppable? I think he is droppable if you put Vader in the list. And the mm -hmm. reasoning is because... Vader's a lot bigger threat than Moff. Vader can do more things than Moff. The only reason I would bring Gideon is for his two pip for the Dark Troopers. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, like, you don't need the two pip, honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. They do cover a lot yeah. of ground. Um, they do, especially like it's an 800 point. It's a solid 800 point list. So you win ties. So you're you're your opponent's coming to you to be aggressive. Like, and mm -hmm. that's what you want, you know? Um, so like 
I mean, you'll have those those 800 versus 800 matchups um, where it may be a toss up to where you have to play mm-hmm. a little bit more aggressive. But a lot of the times, like most of the scoring is like tied. So like your opponents coming to you a lot of the times and that's going to be extremely helpful because Vader will have a lot more effect on that. Um, and you won't like the two pip is kind of useless. It's just a yeah. free movement. Um, you probably so feel it more th- like in the early turns that like the the distance yeah. than like in the later here's turns. my thinking with the two pip right so the two pip cannot so gideon's two pip uh if you're not aware is just essentially you can't play it round one and you can pick one dark trooper with a, a face-up order at the start of the round that you play this card and you can teleport it anywhere on the board beyond range two of the enemy and they get a face down order so best case scenario if you're playing at the start of turn two, the and then place the Dark Trooper where you want it, essentially that Dark Trooper has activated three times. Twice on round one, and then they got assigned a face-down order um, after teleporting. After three activations, you're already tapping on the door of, turn, of range two. Yep. Right? You're already there. So... If, if, if it's a matter of trying to get into engagement with the bulk of the enemy forces, you don't need the two pip. I think there's still play in terms of um, in terms of, hey, I'm going to take this dark trooper and I'm going to hit your back objective and like really go far, you know, it, more in the late game probably than than round two. But that's or or if you've got, you know, one or two dark troopers and they're about to kill one and it's down to like one guy or like one guy and just the the four black heavy, then you just say, hey, you know what? Peace out. I'm going to go put this guy on the other side of the board behind an LOS blocker and just I'm going to save 190 kill points here. Like, I think that's the other use of it. I don't think you're using it as a, hey, I need this card to make sure my dark troopers can start shooting the army they can shoot the army regardless so for that for that reason like most of the lists i'm building with dark troopers now i'm not putting gideon in which surprised me because at first i thought if you're taking dark troopers you take gideon and if you don't take and if you're taking gideon you're taking dark dark troopers now i'm just sitting there and i'm like eh, what does gideon really do for me which is kind of oh go for it go for it which i do think if you are taking gideon you need to take the dark like I don't think I think Gideon? that still holds. Yeah, yeah. I've but seen people building way lists with Gideon without dark troopers, and I don't see it. Like, yeah, I think you can get way too enticed by the by the ruthless keyword. Like, uh-huh. it's it's a powerful keyword, but it's only in certain situations, and he's not doing a lot for a hundred points. He's like expensive Krennic. He's yeah. expensive Krennic. Yeah, he is. Cause he yeah he thrives off of the dark troopers, just like how Krennic mm-hmm. like. I think Krennic thrives off of the Death Troopers. Um, yeah. Like yeah. you can kind of do Krennic without it, but I think it's just like it's not as strong of a combo. But like Gideon and Darks, I think are like need to come together. But Darks by themselves are still fine without Gideon. They're still fine. I think maybe I I think people are building with Gideon sometimes to really make use of the three pip if they're not use if they're not bringing Darks. Yeah. You know they're bringing him for ruthless and they're bringing it for the fire support opportunities but personally especially at high level play i don't think it's worth bringing that expensive of a character if you're just going to be doing it for that fire support three pip yeah like you play a lot of clones like do you think it's worth it to to, for that yeah no how often are you really getting big meaningful fire supports off 
whenever you're facing good competitive players, they know like fire support like it's happening like fire support is is good but at, in competitive play it's not game breaking no it's not like the craziest ability and again if you're gonna pay 100 plus points for a character to get it on only a three pip is like uh, not worth yeah, it. i, not I worth don't it. like it i don't like it so my that those are my thoughts after the testing like dark troopers load them up take two of them and eh, Gideon can stay home, whatever. Yes. And if you're facing Dark Troopers, um, get some practice before like you go into like a tournament or something, because that double activation, I thought I was like, oh, I can wrap my head brain around this easy. It it takes a minute just to get used to like double activating uh, a, like that unit, just because like the double the objective plate on that is really really huge. Because um, I know in our game, like we were playing bombing run, and a lot of the times I'm like, oh, like I just need to get this far away so that they can't move and tap. And it's like, oh wait, no, it's like it's like a speed three move because of the, the dark troopers, and so it's even and they longer. can shoot you. They can move, shoot, move, yeah. tap. And right? So, they can do all, yeah. or move, shoot, tap, shoot. Like it, they've got a lot going on. Yes, they've got a lot going on. They do. And so it's it's <laughs> um, I think it'll be a more of an uphill battle if they have more than an eight scoring unit. So if, if it's like a, a like army, so if it's like a nine or a ten scoring unit and they have like dark troopers, it's going to be an uphill battle um, on that. If you're having if you're rocking like a nine or a ten act list specifically, more specifically, like a nine act list, um, just because of you're getting you have a lot of activations that you're rocking yeah i think the 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 um inverse of what we were talking about earlier where the problem with the list is that if someone has all the impact you're kind of hooped there are a lot of lists that just don't have that kind of impact right because there are lists who previously would say hey you've got a big fat heavy yeah i'll ignore it you know i'll I'll just take one AAT shot a turn and kind of live with it. You can't take two dark trooper shots. A like you can't ignore dark troopers. So if, if as far as how do you play against them? Like it starts with list building. You need a little bit of tech. If you're, if you're expecting them to be there, which when, when blizzard goes away, I think blizzard's going to keep them out for the most part from competitive play because blizzard has all the impact and their own Darth Vader. Once that isn't a thing anymore, Expect to see Dark Troopers and have something built in in your list to start chipping them away, right? Because, you know, hey, even just stuff like I have some pikes who can range hit you at range four with impact because you don't have any cover. You know, that's something. That's something. If you've got pikes and some bounty hunters and some of this, you know, like it's another reason. Hey, if you're taking Boba, take rule with, or drop rule with respect and take the rocket if you're only going to take one of his three pips because his rocket will do damage into dark troopers right you don't want to be in a situation where you're like i can't kill the dark troopers i have to ignore them they will table you they will table you at that point they hit really hard like if the whole mindset of like oh i can just ignore the heavy and just focus on objectives or the rest of the army like that's that's out the window with dark troopers because they throw dice like a heavy two times like, in a turn more than a heavy <laughs> yeah a, more than a heavy. full the five-man dark trooper squad you know is throwing eight black critical one when they don't have the blast gun and then it's throwing um it's throwing 
eight black, two red with blast with the range two heavy yeah, yeah. and critical one still. Like that's more than we've seen out of heavies and they can do it twice. Like they're balanced around the fact that they take double attrition, right? So if you're not doing attrition to them, you're screwed. So they do, they change, they're going to change the game when <laughs> they are lists, when they're going to change list building when you're not when you're not uh, relying on the blizzard boogeyman to keep them away so be ready for that or you're going to have a nasty awakening when the dark troopers come and steal your baby yoda yes <laughs> i i think just as much as like the panic the new panic rules like kind of change mm-hmm. the list building i think dark troopers are going to have that effect as well like just yeah. Uh, every list, you just have to have an answer for them, because if you're going to a, even a two-day comp, um, or just a local at your tournament at your at your uh, at your local game store, like <laughs> you're gonna see them. One because they're super cool models, and two, like everyone, like they're dark troopers. Like who wouldn't want to play dark troopers? You know, they're one of the coolest designs, like gameplay wise, yeah. that we've seen on a lot. Like they're just fun to play because of the double activation they hit hard you know they they can feel unstoppable right so they're fun to play people are going to want to play them yeah and they're sexy yeah. on the table <laughs> mm, so sexy yeah so we're going to talk more about dark troopers in our next segments we've got some you know a key keyword and some tactical tactics that deal even more with that so we'll wrap it up there uh and we'll head to the break Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and if you're like me, you need something special for that special someone who put up with you traveling the continent to push plastic soldiers around. Commander Bly has a solution, Felution Flowers. Wild and exotic, these beautiful flowers will make a killing for the special Jedi in your life. Call Felution Flowers by Bly now and order 66 of them. And we are back. So... Seth, before the break, we were talking Dark Troopers, and specifically you were mentioning how the double activation is a lot to get your head around. And that double activation, very unique, and it comes from the unstoppable keyword. So, today for the key keyword, surprise, surprise, unstoppable. unstoppable. (laughs) Yeah, take it away. Take it away. So, unstoppable new keyword that says this unit is eligible to activate during the activation phase while it has one or fewer face down order tokens this unit may never have more than one face up order token when creating your order pool add an additional order token corresponding to this unit's rank in your order pool pretty much just a bunch of fancy words saying like hey they can activate twice <laughs> like yeah um, there is some confusion around the they can never have two face up order tokens people have people look at that and say, oh, well, if I give them an order and then I draw them from the bag, I can't activate them because then they have two face-ups. That's not accurate. When you draw from the bag, that that token is technically never a face-up token for them. You draw it, you activate them, and then you give them a face-down order. So don't don't think about that as, as a thing. If you give them an order, they can still activate from the bag. It's a whole lot of fancy words to say they can go twice, you just can't give them two orders when you're issuing orders at the start of the turn. Yes. So like you have to, you can go with them first, but then you have to draw them out of the bag to then go. Yeah. So it's a little bit random the next time. Um, and that's why if you've got the command slots, improvised orders is a great call when you're rocking these guys because 
there's going to be a heavy token in your bag. There's no way around it. Mm-hmm. And if you're running two of them, there's going to be two to three more heavy tokens in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the double activation, um, ben- man, I can't think of an objective. It doesn't benefit. Um, intercept, I guess, like intercept KP. But I think dark troopers like those objectives anyways, because they just stand and shoot. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I th- exactly. Or dodge and suit or, you know, I don't think you're dodging with them. You're going to aim with them. No. more. There's so many. <laughs> I've said this before, but like there's the objective play is crazy. Um, Again, like as an opponent, like <laughs> playing bombing run against them. I actually kind of recommend like you don't drop the bombs just like right on them. <laughs> Unless no, you're like the because, very last act that's like going very, yeah. very last, you know, like. And even then, yeah. if you're going last, like they can take unstrippable standbys. Well, not if you yes. force push them, they lose the standby, but you can't shoot it off because they can't take suppression tokens with infinite courage. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, you're going to drop a bomb here. My second action with these dark troopers is just going to be aim standby. And if you want to come close to me, I'll hit you with my range two pool and I might one shot your bike or whatever before yep. it gets a chance to drop it off. Yeah. which Yeah. So <laughs> I think one of the things when we're talking about objective play with unstoppable, one of the things to remember is that even though activation wise, in terms of how many times you're pulling tokens out on the turn, they count as two. Scoring wise, there's still just one activation. So I think Dark Troopers, like, they don't love breakthrough because, you know, even if you're playing a quote unquote 10 act Dark Trooper list that has eight real activations on breakthrough, if it's, you know, 8v9, you are starting in a losing position. It's yeah. not like if you were actually playing a 10 act list where you are 10 v 9 and you are going to start in a winning position so that's something really important to remember you know similarly kp if my unit leader's on the kp i still only count for one so you want to to think about that when you're building the list because you need to make sure that you can actually score the objectives that you're playing and you know, you're not going to just fall into a trap where it's like, I literally, I just don't have enough activation. I don't have enough units to to win this objective. Rapid reinforcement. Oh, so <laughs> very good. Yes. Rapid reinforcements with Dark Troopers is kind of nuts because you put them in rapid reinforcements. Let's say you've got two of them. You put all four. You put both of them in rapid reinforcements. You reach into the bag, you pull a heavy. Oh darn, I have no heavies on the board. I must place one of these guys down beyond range two of the enemy and give them a face down order token. For any other unit, that that's it, that's the turn. They don't get to do anything. For dark troopers, then the next time you pull a heavy, hey look, I have a heavy on the board who can activate because they've only gone, they only have one face down order token. Yep. So then you go, you walk into range two, nuke something. And then you pull another dark trooper. Hey, I have no more heavies. Put that one down on the board. And then you pull your last one. They go and they do the same thing. So, you know, one of the things to remember, the reason I bring up a a two in that example is that if you can activate a unit, you have to with the rapid reinforcements. You can't choose to bring a rapid reinforcement in early. So you have to do pull one in, go with it, pull the second one in, go with it. That has to be the order, but it's, 
having a card that your opponent really doesn't want to play in the condition slot is kind of game changing in a sense. Like it's, we've kind of had it before, but you know, usually you talk about like, hey, it's, you know, two and three or three and four for the, for the objectives is where you're looking. Like I've got two really strong objectives. If they're in slots two, three or slots three, four, I can force that choice and make things really hard for my opponent. But now like they've got to, maybe even if you don't get your perfect objective layout, to, for the opponent to get an objective they like, they, they might not have enough bands to do that and get rid of rapid reinforcements in a different slot, which is really powerful. It's almost unstoppable. Ayo, <laughs> I see what you did there. Well, that is it for our key keyword of the day. Now on to our top tactical tactic. What a surprise. Guess what we're talking about? Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers. And it is, it's actually um, something that is useful in more than just Dark Troopers, yeah. but it's especially good for Dark Troopers. So what I want to talk about was specifically the interaction between standbys and cycle cards. So what cycle says is that if you don't use this card during your activation, then it refreshes at the end of the activation. So... If you want to attack with your your blast gun again, and it's exhausted, you generally would have to recover and then shoot. But if you're a dark trooper, then what you can do is you can aim and then stand by, and then, hey, I've stood by, I didn't use my blast gun this activation, it cycles back, Oops, someone triggered the standby. Now I shoot you and I got an aim for my troubles too because I had the actions or a move standby or or whatever you needed to do, right? You might be in a situation where recover, shoot, they're too far out of range, but move, shoot, and you don't have the gun. So now you can move standby. And again, if you evade her, you can force push someone to trigger the standby. But also, you know, like, again, they can't shoot the standby off. So unless they're force pushing you, you're kind of just waiting until someone does something at range two of you, which is any mini to any mini. So you can cohere your unit in a wide area to, to cover as much space as you can. And then whenever someone does something, boom, here's my blast gun. It's refreshed. So another unit this works on is um, spiders, ion spiders, because they are a vehicle. They don't take suppression in a similar way, and the ion gun uh, is an exhaust gun with cycle. So sometimes this this generally happens when, for whatever reason, AI triggers and you have your gun exhausted. So if you don't have an order on the spider, AI says you have to aim for your first action, assuming you're running the attack protocols, which is what ion spiders like to run. So they take an aim action, and then you can't shoot because you have no gun. So then if you take a standby as your second action, it refreshes, and now you're just waiting for someone to trip the standby. So it's not you know, as good as being able to just aim shoot um, or you know, recover shoot in, in most circumstances, but it does mean that you could still get a powerful shot off and threaten... Um, threaten something big of course if you play this turn one and the army's range far away from you no one's going to trip <laughs> no, the standby it's not do anything. but it's a Unless useful they have trick 
Unless they've got bikes, but then they're probably still just going to stay at range three yeah. and not trip it. But it's something to remember. Um, you know, if if you've messed up and your opponent's still at range four and you're triggering AI, uh, you, you've done something wrong, probably. But those are kind of the two main ones. Uh, B2s can do it with their, their uh, B2, the HA gun, but they can take suppressions and lose the standby, so it's yeah. not fantastic. Not as good. Um, just generally speaking, like, Dark Troopers are great for it because... They want to be up in your grill in range two anyways. So, and the gun is devastating when they have it. <laughs> yes, so very much so. Think about standbys with them. Not only just to do that, but just as general zoning. Like if you if you can't get a great shot, standby is a fine option with them. Absolutely. So that is today's top tactical tactics. So a very Dark Trooper themed episode. Again, I would say I'm very excited for these guys. And if you're not going to a big event where you have to think about Blizzard, 100%, I'd be messing around with them still. Man, so if Blizzard was gone, who do you think has the best chance to go up against Darks? Darks? I think um, Airspeeders. I, I don't know. Airspeeders might just get blown out of the sky. Maybe. It worries me. That is the thing. So here's the thing about Dark Troopers. To go back to our main Dark <laughs> okay, Trooper okay. conversation. Um the dark troopers are very expensive and they don't have a ton of impact natively they've got critical one and they've got impact two on the cycle gun and a lot of the predators they have that have a lot of impact are heavies like an atst or an airspeeder or an aat and dark troopers aren't really well equipped to actually kill those heavies so that is kind of a weird thing for them of like hey we're these heavies that you can't ignore but we also can't kill other heavies, so yeah. ee, oops, which uh, is you might yeah. just hunt us down. But airspeeders, I think they could do enough to kill an airspeeder because airspeeders get, are getting close and they have white saves. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the dark trooper versus dark trooper matchups. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, well, both both lists have a lot of points invested in them, but both lists can't really kill other heavies. So, um, mm-hmm. but both lists also have heavies that you can't ignore. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, oh man, it's, it's 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 a reason I'm looking at Boba double darks, basically mm-hmm. taking the Vader, downgrading him to Boba. But then it's like, hey, now I've got ranged piercing impact. Mm-hmm. If I come up against other dark troopers, that's a big advantage. It's true. Um, Vader can deal with them. We didn't talk too much about, but like dark troopers also punch pretty darn decently. I do. It's force users are okay into them if you play it just right yeah we've talked a little bit about like in the past in a previous podcast so yeah you gotta be careful Uh, yeah because again if we if we're thinking unstoppable if you move into them Mm -hmm. if you you know if you do the standard jedi trick of like move and stand by dark trooper could just say hey well i'll withdraw yeah and then i'll withdraw again and now you don't have a standby and you're out in the open. Yep. Or the, the dark trooper just says, sure, I'll punch you. Each guy's throwing red, white. And then, hey, I'll punch you a second time. And yep. your Jedi can't survive that many punches, yeah. most <laughs> and likely. Not, and most Jedis have the impact too, Pierce too. So like taking one model out, you know, yeah. maybe one and a half. It's like not worth slow it. Slow going. Not worth it's it. It's slow going. Yeah. Best Jedi, 
Anakin saber throw. Anakin saber throw. Surge crit, impact three, pierce three, get an RPS in there, you'll wipe half a Dark Trooper squad. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. especially because, like, Dark Troopers want to be, like, close up. So, like, you have the option for fire supports because Dark Troopers aren't really care much about range so. control um, as much as other units. Lots of thoughts on Dark Troopers, thoughts on Blizzard. Probably so. would have, yeah. I think we would have seen a lot more Dark Troopers if Blizzard got nerfed at Worlds. Mm-hmm. We probably will see Dark Troopers. I'm guarantee we will just not as much as i thought we would yeah as we say we're kind of thinking about similar lists going forward here so expect in 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 future episodes you might hear a lot of uh, yoda barks talk so you guys if you guys are sitting here thinking stop talking about dark troopers talk about something else yoda barks that's all we're gonna talk about for a month perhaps you know i think the fans want us to talk about rebels <laughs> That's not going to happen for me. So. <laughs> Sorry, we're a competitive podcast. Yes. Uh, so oh, not yeah. a lot of Rebels talk here as much as it breaks my heart. Hopefully yeah. that'll change when Ahsoka comes out. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Boom. Well, and hey. again, speaking of upcoming releases, stay tuned for next week. Uh, an interview with a certain man who has three first names uh, who has been playing a lot of Ventress. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Bombad Generals. We hope you have a great week. Stay Gungan. This has been the Bombad Generals. Listening to Bombad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, aim losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bombad Generals is right for you.